Okay, where do I begin today? First off, as usual, running late, running extremely late. I like to try to start the podcast and the live stream at 6.30. Clearly, I'm late by about 20 minutes. I still have my work clothes on. I'm dirty. My skin's dirty. My face is dirty. I didn't even get an opportunity to clean my glasses off. So I can't even, hold on, I can't even see uh, what's going on. I just got home. For those of you who don't know, I own a company. It's called Take Junk. It's a junk removal company that's based out of Wilmington, Massachusetts. Um, 844-TAKE-JUNK if you'd like to book Take Junk. But please, if you live in California or Texas or Michigan or any of those other states that some of the 1,500 people that subscribe to the podcast listen to, bro, don't call me. I serve Massachusetts. Like, literally, I'm about a 10-mile radius around Wilmington, and I'll probably go a little bit. Actually, I'd go wherever. In Massachusetts, I just went to Ossipee, bro. It's two hours away from where I am, but it's got to be worth it. So it's got to be worth it. But it was a good day, full day today. Did a little demo today. A couple of truckloads of trash out today. No biggie. Just running behind. Got to head to pick up my daughter. This is Spazzing Out. I am the host, Anthony Paziali. That is me behind. That's me behind me. If you're watching the live feed, if you don't watch the live feed, you should join. The live feed. Someone just said Rehoboth here. My son, he is from Rehoboth. He lives in Rehoboth. He goes to one of the Dighton Rehoboth schools. So my podcast is spazzing out and I need you to subscribe to it. So if you're listening to the podcast right now and you haven't subscribed, just do it. Get it done. Subscribe. And if you never listen to the podcast again, I don't care. But at least I can say, hey, look, I have more than 1500 followers on my podcast. Or come join me for the live feed. That's how you get involved. You can come and you can comment. And I won't read your comment because I can't read while I talk. I can't do it. I try to do it, but I can't do it. It messes me up. So when I stop to read a comment, the whole flow of the show gets messed up. But I stop once in a while and I do it. Sucked out today, somebody says. Yeah, it was mad hot out today. Heat wave was killer. I was dying outside today. I'm old. I'm a 41-year-old man. I most likely will drop dead of a heart attack throwing trash on the back of a truck. Someday you'll find me in the back of the truck because that's what I want the guys to do. Don't stop today. If I die while the workday is in progress, just put my ass in the back of the truck and continue to finish the jobs for the day and then worry about that crap later. You can notify my family, of which I'm sure they won't care. They was like, nah. But my son just said, hey, he'd be really upset. He might be the only one. My daughter, she probably wouldn't remember me. No big deal. My, you know, my wife, uh, my daughter's crying. Honey, I'm doing the podcast. What's the matter? Come downstairs. Come here. Come on downstairs, honey. Daddy will help you out. Guys, we're having a little spilt milk here. As always, whenever I do the podcast, my family needs me. They don't need me any other time of the day, but they need me right when I do the podcast. Always. But come here, honey. What's the matter? I'm going to put my pants on me. Okay, go get them, and I'll, and I'll help you out. No, it's okay. All right, you're not going to put them on? Mm-hmm. All right, but you got your underwear on? Mm-hmm. All right, good. Now back to the podcast. See, anytime I do the podcast, my, my, the dog's upstairs barking. My daughter's going crazy. My son's going crazy. Trying to put out... Honey, you can't come in front of the camera like that, okay? Yeah, come over. Come um, over here trying to put out good content for people, but I can't, I can't, I, it's like, it's the most annoying thing when you're trying to do your job and your family interferes. What happened to the good old days when dad could work and nobody bothered him? What happened to the good old days when dad went to work, there was no phone call, it was like disrespectful 
to call the man while he was at work. If he's working, you don't bother him. Podcast, it's my job. This is my job. It's my side hustle. I'm trying to grow it, and I don't want to be bothered while I'm doing my podcast. So there. Yeah, exactly. Muzzle pig. Straight up. I don't want to hear any crap from the muzzle pig. I'm trying to work. Now, we have a bunch of things that I'd like to discuss. So why don't we get into some of this stuff that, 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 that we would like to discuss um, that's important to me. I want to talk about mail-in ballots. They're garbage. They're not working. I want to talk about Antonio Brown. I want to talk about ice, Fruit Loop ice pops. Kanye West, let's talk about that moron mutant Kanye. I want to talk about a family that's on house arrest in Kentucky. I want to talk about how disgusting it is that only 63% of Americans think the founding fathers are heroes. It's disgusting. There are 37% of people in this country that think our founding fathers are not heroes. That It should be 100% heroes. No one descending. Not a single person that lives in this great country should say, yeah, I don't think our founding fathers are heroes. Drives me absolutely bonkers. And then I want to talk about Mark Cuban and about how he flip-flopped. Back in 2017, Mark Cuban, owner of the, of the uh, Dallas Mavericks, said, yep, my players are going to stand for the flag. Now he's saying it's ridiculous. They don't have to stand. They can kneel and they can do what they want. Garbage. Absolute garbage. I, I used to like Mark Cuban. I, I love him on Shark Tank. You're a good businessman. Now I want to be like, bro, if you're so un-American, why don't you take your team and take your businesses and get the hell out and go to China and you can do business over in China because here in America, we respect the flag, we respect our troops, we love our police officers and we stand by them. We certainly do not kneel during the national anthem. We find another way to protest. So let's cover that stuff and muzzle pigs. We got we to come up with a way. We got to talk about muzzle pigs. I love muzzle pigs. Muzzle pigs is a term my daughter created. A couple weeks ago, we were doing the show. For those of you that don't enjoy the live feed, you didn't get to see it. My daughter popped on camera and she had a pig in her hand with a what, what looked like a muzzle on. I said, honey, what are you playing? She said, oh, this is a new game I started. It's called muzzle pig. So I call people mutants, squids, and muzzle pigs. So you're a muzzle pig if we want to talk about it. And another story... That if we have time, we'll get to it. And I just want to point out how disgusting it is. But a, um, a federal judge in uh, New Jersey, her home was attacked and her son was killed and her husband was, was injured. Uh, a, a shooter went to the door, dressed up in a FedEx suit and shot them. Now, she's a high profile judge. She's dealt with racketeering cases. Uh, but what a surprise, surprise. Her most recent case that she just took on has something to do with Jeff Epstein and... <laughs> boom, they go to her house and they start shooting people. So I don't know if there's a connection there, if maybe it's retaliation for when, um, you know, when, when she had prosecuted some people for, for uh, racketeering. But I mean, I just, any attack on a federal officer or, or a federal judge to me is an act, act of terrorism and you're a traitor. Uh, you're a traitor if you go to a federal, and, and listen, she, she's a liberal judge. So I'm, I'm not playing Republican. I'm not playing Democrat here. She is a federal judge. And when you attack a federal judge, just like when you attack the president or you attack a congressman, uh, to me, it's an act of treason. And these, this guy, they found him. He's already dead. Of course, he's already dead. <laughs> if he has anything to do with Epstein, the guy's toast, right? We'll never know the truth. Bye. Anyways, let's start with Antonio Brown because I've been dying to talk about this. A.B., Antonio Brown... Wide receiver, he played for the Pats, we remember, last year for one game. And then he got out of control with his tweets. And Robert Kraft was like, yep, bye, see you later. 
Now, we also know that recently, about a week ago, the Patriots had to pay him out $5 million of the $9 million guaranteed. They went to arbitration. They agreed on $5 million, which actually saved the Patriots. They gave the Patriots a $4 million cap space. So they paid him out. <laughs> Oddly enough, in the same week, they paid out Aaron Hernandez's uh, 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 guaranteed money that they were supposed to pay out seven years ago. But when he got arrested, I don't know who got the money. I'm assuming that his daughter got it. Um, so they could get cap space. But anyways, it's I, I love talking football. I love football. We'll keep it brief. But Antonio Brown is a special player. He's a phenomenal wide receiver. He's retiring because nobody wants to deal with his crap. They don't want to put him on the field. But I, I want to I wanna plead with the NFL. So NFL, if you're listening, or if any of the teams are listening, look, you, Antonio Brown is like a hot chick. Okay, he is like a dime piece chick, uh, the most beautiful girl in the world, right? He's a smoke show. But when you're dating a smoke show, and if you want to date a smoke show and a beautiful woman, you got to deal with the crazy. Hot women are nuts. They're bonkers. They're crazy. They're Looney Tunes. But you deal with the crazy so that you can be with the hot chick. You deal with the crazy so you can have the dime piece on your arm. You deal with the crazy so you can hit that. You get that thing in the bed, and you can be like, yeah, brah. I got the hottest chick on the planet, but she's cuckoo, but I deal with it. Same thing with Antonio Brown. He's the best wide receiver in the league. So you deal with the crazy. You deal with the cuckoo. You know, you say, hey, look, this guy's bonkers. He's nuts. He's cuckoo. But come game day, he's game ready. Come game day, he's catching balls. Come game day, he's running the deep route. He's running it fast. And fuck it. You don't even have to throw him the ball. He's just running. He's just taking the top off the defense all day long. Or throw him in the slot. Forget it. Well, I guess he probably wouldn't play the slot because he's a bitch. And I don't. I would never call him a bitch to his face. He'd kick my ass. But I, he probably wouldn't want to play the spot. The, the slot he doesn't want to get hit like that over the middle. But the point being, he's a phenomenal player and still has good years left in him. Someone needs to give this guy a deal. Give him a deal, right? Here's what you do. I mean, here's what I'm, a, I'm an NFL team. I own a, a team. And I noticed that Antonio Brown hasn't been picked up. I go out. And I get somebody, like a Tony Robbins type guy, I get some kind of Gary V. I'll go get Gary Vandercheck, somebody who is a motivational person. I'll do it myself, okay? I'll, I'll go and I'll sit with Brown and, and, I'll, and Father John McLaughlin. You know what? I'll get Father John McLaughlin. This guy turns athletes into champions. This dude took my brother Mike. And turned him into a wrestling champion. He takes dudes that are messed up in the head. He straightens them out. And turns them into machines. Get this guy. You have him go meet with AB. And they say, bud, what are you doing? Listen, you want to play ball? You want to make millions? Then shut up. That's simple. But if he doesn't want to shut up, right? Let him do what he wants to do. As long as he shows up to practice every day. As long as he catches footballs during the game. What's the problem? Who cares if he outs Robert Kraft? Well, we all know that Robert Kraft got an HJ. What's the big deal? None of us care. We all agree that the man, it's cool if you're a billionaire that you should get him. No big deal here. I don't have a problem. I'm, someday, if I'm a billionaire, maybe my wife won't care. Maybe Kaylee be like, oh, you know what? You're a billionaire. And if you want to go pay to get an HJ, you go ahead. You go pay to get an HJ. Go ahead. Thank you. You've taken care of the family. You've made billions of dollars. We're never going to suffer. Our kids, 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 kids are going to be taken care of because of your hard work. If you want to go to some place 
in Florida and get an HJ, go ahead. And no one should be in trouble for it. It's disgusting in this country that you get in trouble if you're a grown-ass man and you've made billions of dollars that you get in trouble for getting a hand job. It's honestly no big deal. But, you know, you can't come out and say that. Antonio Brown can't say it, so he gets bounced. And now he's now he's retiring. He shouldn't retire. So there's my plea to Antonio Brown and to the coaches and to the GMs across the league. Listen, every team would be better. If Tom Brady got him down in Tampa, he'd instantly be better. If we could get him up here, Cam Newton, instantly better. 49ers, instantly better. Russell Wilson, instantly better. Drew Brees, instantly better. Unit Aaron Rodgers, instantly better. Detroit, Stafford, instantly better. Any team the dude was on, you'd be better. But all you got to do is tell everybody, hey, guys, each one of you dudes has a hot chick. You all do. They're, and she's nuts. She's bonkers. And you know it. Please show me a hot girl that's not crazy. You, uh, I, I don't care what you say. You show me one hot chick. I guarantee you she drives her husband insane. She drives her husband bonkers. Hot women are nuts. They're cuckoo pants. And they drive their husbands crazy. But you deal with it. Same thing with Antonio Brown. You deal with the cuckoo. You deal with it so that you have good performance. Bill Belichick used to deal with the cuckoo. He dealt with Lawrence Taylor back in the day. And he even said it in, in this book by uh, Dave Haberstam, who's now dead. But an uh, educational coach, he talked about Lawrence Taylor. And he just talked about how he was a different type of player. And he just let LT do what LT did because he showed up to the game and he played. And when he played, he was phenomenal. No different here with the Antonio Brown. Let the guy be cuckoo. But sign him. It's ridiculous that the guy's not going to be playing football. All right. Moving on from that, bro. Um, Fruit Loops. Let's get to that. Fruit Loops. And you all know how much I love cereal. Now, you also know that Fruit Loops is not one of my favorite cereals. But lack of cereal in this Fruit Loops, I'm eating them. If my wife buys Fruit Loops and not Captain Crunch... Uh, they well, first off, they'd be a major problem because I'd be like, I don't know, what what is this joke? Uh, you you don't buy me Captain Crunch anymore? Well, I'm not I'm not the king of the house. I'm not the man. I'm not I'm not I'm not the best. No Captain, it's garbage. I'd be pissed. But let's just say she didn't get it, but she bought the Fruit Loops. I'd eat the Fruit Loops, and I'm excited that Fruit Loops or wh- whoever owns Fruit Loops, I don't know which company makes the Fruit Loops. They're making icicle. They're making um ice pops out of Fruit Loops. I think it's great. I love. Popsicles. Popsicles is one of my favorite things on the planet. I love any type of... I don't care. I don't have a favorite Popsicle. I like all Popsicles. I do not care. I love ice cold things. I love Popsicles. Push up Pops. I like the... What were the Popsicles that came in the plastic and you had to freeze them? You bite the top. Mad good. My mom used to cut those suckers up and she'd put booze in them. Not in the thing, but she'd use it as a... um, um, she'd use it as, a, a, you know, the ice cube. But phenomenal news. Fruit Loops has been turned into a popsicle. I can't wait till they come out. Soon as they come out, I will get some. We will try them, and I will give you guys my review on them. They look like they're f- the best. On from that. While we get to... Oh, I got to check the time, guys. That's probably going to be a short one tonight, too, because I got to take my son home. Um, all right, let, let's do the uh, state ballots. So as we get closer to the election, more and more states are, are making it okay to, mail, to have a mail-in ballot. Massachusetts is now a mail-in ballot type community. COVID-19 has 
pushed this forward. Massachusetts is on board. But apparently, state by state, thousands of people are not, uh, their votes aren't counting. Here's the problem. They're not reading the directions the right way or the directions are not clear. Um, and I, I would say you're, you're a, listen, you're a mutant straight up. If you can't read the directions, fill the thing out. We don't want you to vote anyways, please. Thank you. Thank you. But come again. Bye. But, uh, so, uh, uh, something like if you add up all the States, it's something like 1 million votes in the primaries that haven't been counted, that are not going to, that, that are not being counted. The reason for most of them is the signature. So what, what he is, this is how, how fraud happens, okay? Let me explain to you how fraud is going to happen with the mail-in ballot. So the signature doesn't match the signature that you gave when you registered. So when you register to vote, right, you have some kind of a signature. I did it when I was 18. My signature has changed from the time I was 18 till now. You, you took my 18-year-old signature and you matched it up to my signature today? Completely different. Now, I want you guys to imagine... That that votes. First off, let, let me just be clear on this. It is clear that it's not working. If state by state that's been doing this, each state has somewhere between 70,000 and 100,000 uh, ballots that are not counted. They're not working. They're getting bumped out. They ha- they have some problem with them and they're being canceled. Sorry, my TikTok got messed up. I just want to pop that thing back up. So One of the biggest problems is the signature. Now, I want you guys to imagine how this is going to work, and it could work on either side. The Democrats, most likely, in my opinion, would do it, but the Republicans could do it just the same. So here's how this scenario goes. Let's say 100,000, 200,000 people vote by mail. Now, that's a lot. Oh, that's a lot of votes. Some, some of the swing states are only decided for, you know, Florida, Pennsylvania, um, uh, uh, Michigan, these states are only decided by like a thousand, two thousand, three thousand votes. So now let's say 200,000 people in those, in those states have, have did a mail-in ballot. They didn't vote in person, which is how it should be. You should vote in person with a legal ID saying that, yes, I am a legal citizen of the United States of America. Here is my ID. I am Anthony Paziali and I am voting as Anthony Paziali. No fraud there whatsoever. You can't mess that up. It's like you can't in person it won't get messed up. So now the ballot gets sent in. They got 200,000 of them. Now the margin is about 2,000 votes, right? Well, all you need to do is go through those 200,000 and bump out only only um, 2,000 votes. You only need to bump out maybe 3,000 so that you can swing the vote to the other side. How do they do that? Well, it's plain and simple. They go through them. Let's say you're, uh, we'll just use me. I, let's say I'm a, um, uh, let's say I'm a Libby lib, right? I'm a big time lib and I'm like, but I'm not in mass because Massachusetts is going to go to Joe Biden no matter what, but I'm in the swing state. I'm in Michigan and I'm a big time lib and I'm the counter and I'm going through them. And I think that it's my patriotic duty to find 3000 votes for Donald Trump that don't make the cut. Plain and simple. I go right through them and I say, huh? No, signatures don't match. Doesn't make the cut. Mm, ooh, this guy voted for Joe Biden. His signature doesn't match, but you know what? It's pretty close. Boom. Vote for Joe Biden goes through. Next one comes through. You look at it. It's like, oh, this guy voted for Trump. Hmm. Signature. Mm, doesn't match. Gone. Mm, Joe Biden. Oh, well, hmm. this guy's name is supposed to be Anthony Paziali, but he signed it. Uh, Rodrigo uh, Rico Suave. But you know what? It counts. It goes to the side. You see how there's going to be fraud? This election's going to go on forever. It literally 
It's going to happen. We're not going to know who the president of the United States, the next one, whether it's going to be Trump reelected or Biden at the end of, of, of election day. No effing way. They're going to be counting mail-in ballots, and then there are going to be lawsuits up and down on both sides. Trump will sue. Biden will sue. They'll be recounted a five million times. And then we will come to the simple, clear fact that the only way to vote in the United States of America is in person with a legal ID proving that you are who you are. Now, I would even propose voting over a week. Take the whole fucking week. Okay? So forget doing it in one day so you can, all the people that have excuses, oh, I can't make it, I can't make it. The whole week you get to vote. You vote starting Monday, ending Friday. You have the whole entire week to show up with your legal ID saying you are who you are, and then you cast your ballot and you vote in person. No way that's getting messed up. That doesn't get messed up. Mail and ballots clearly don't work. It's already been proven. A million plus votes in the primary have not been counted. They've been kicked out for wrong signature, for wrong address, for mailing them in late. It doesn't work. Simple. End it. It's ridiculous. I wish the states could see it now before the election happens. But they don't want to see it because they want the fraud. They want it to come down to a, a thousand votes in Florida. They want it to. They want it to be just like Bush School, come down to a thousand votes in Florida so that they can sit there and they can go, all right, fantastic. It's only a thousand votes. Let's go through the 300,000 mail-ins and all we got to do is bump out 1,000 Trumps and we got to gain 1,000 Bidens. Easy to do. Uh, doesn't look like the right signature. Next. Doesn't look like the right signature. Next. Honestly, I'm a lonely ass trash man. I take trash for a living. I tote trash on the back of a truck. I got an education from UMass Lowell. And I know that that's the right way to do it. I know it. And if I know it, you should know it. All you Harvard-educated, Yale-educated, Princeton, Ivy League-ass congressmen, you know it too. You know it, and you don't do it because you love the fraud. You love the ability to be able to bump out 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 votes to swing it in your favor because you think that you're better than us, because you think you know who, should the, who the president should be. You believe you are smarter than us, than the American people. You think you're smarter than me. You think that I, you know, oh, you think it, you go, oh, this is what they think about you guys. The working class man. Oh, they can't decide. They're mutants. No, 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 no. Oh, you do HVAC? Bum. Oh, oh, oh you're a trash guy like me? Oh, there he is. Anthony Paziali, trash guy? Bum. Oh, oh, you're a plumber? Bum. You're an electrician? Bum. They don't think we can think. Oh, you do carpentry for a living? You're a bum. Oh, you drive a bus? You're definitely a bum. Plain and simple. That's how they look at us. They don't think we're smart enough to stand up for ourselves and vote. So they want fraud. They want it so they can rig the election so that they can put the people in power because they think they're better than us. They think they're smarter than us. And we sit back, though, and we allow it. That's the problem. We allow it. We think it's great. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, mail-in voting. I don't have to go to the polls. Garbage. My kids upstairs are having a battle. I have no idea what's going on. Tons of spilt uh, milk. I'm down here. Who's that? Your son, you idiot. No, oh, that's Narian's down here. Presley's upstairs. Narian, will you go find out what's wrong with Presley for me? Sure. Just stick your head upstairs. So as you can tell, I'm pretty heated about it. It's plain and simple. It doesn't work. Mail-in ballots do not work. It needs to go away, and we're going to see it. 
So I, I'm not going to have to do anything about it because the election's going to come. The election's going to go. We'll never have mail-in ballots again. It'll end. Both sides will, will see that mail-in ballots are garbage and that you need to vote in person with that ID. Plain and simple. Uh, all right, we're off, we're off of that. Since we're talking about the election, why don't we talk about Kanye West? So if you go to my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram, or my TikTok, I posted a video of Kanye West at one of his presidential rallies. I'm still, I don't believe Kanye is running for president. I believe he says he is because he has an album coming out and he's just trying to get a little hype for his album. It's already been put out there that he's not going to be on uh, uh, the primary in North Carolina and South Carolina because he's not running for president. Plain and simple. But he's trying to get a little hype for his album. Good for him. He's a, he's a promo machine. Happy for him. But sometimes I feel like the guy says more idiotic things that come out of my mouth. Honestly. He, he gets Go check out the audio. But the dude is, is trashing Harriet Tubman. Which I don't understand, but he's trashing, trashing her, saying that she didn't free any slaves. All she did was help white men, help the white men from the north bring slaves up to the north so that they can enslave them in a different way. That's what he took. He took Harriet, Harriet Chub, Tubman is Chubman. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled for that. <laughs> Kids got a Chubman. I got a, I got a Harriet Chubman. <laughs> the muzzle pig's coming for the Harriet Chubman. So, the uh, now I can't even be serious. So he, he's he's basically what he is saying is that Harriet Tubman was hired by white people in the North, which is why she didn't get caught. Right? He's saying she she didn't get caught, she didn't get busted because she was working for white guys to bring slaves up north to make them think they were going to be free, but they weren't going to be free. They just went to work for the white man. Now, who else were they going to go to work for at the time? There was nobody. What? Of course they went to work for white people. There was no other people at the time that owned a business but a white person. So you didn't have an option. They, they were free. Harriet Tubman put her life on the line. 300 slaves up the, up the railroad, bro, and brought them up to North America to freedom. It's garbage that you say stuff like that, and you just look like a moron. And I like your music, too. I really do. One of my favorite songs is uh, I, he's got a couple of Love Lockdown, boom, 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 boom. I love that song. Um, uh, what's a what's a stronger, uh, better, faster, stronger, harder. That 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 don't kill me. I love that song. Yeah, um, no, it's not funny. There's a there's another song by him that I, that I really like. That I, uh, how could you be so heartless? Love that song as well. So I like Kanye's music. I just think, come on, guy. You're being a mutant. You sound like an idiot when you when you say that Harriet Tubman didn't free slaves. You sound like an idiot. Okay? If you want to be more educated about it, right? Why don't you go with the theory? Because I believe this theory. I have a theory about slavery that after the Civil War, right? I I, I and please, I'm I'm not uh you know what? I'll keep the theory to myself. How about that? No, 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 no. We'll keep this one to bruh. This theory is for me and for me only and for my family. So if you ever want to know about my theory on slavery, you know what? F it. I'll say it. Here's, here's my theory. I believe, I truly believe that people got smarter. So I, I think after the Civil War and after the, the they tried to reestablish and reassimilate the African-Americans and after Grant drove off the KKK, 
I think that businessmen got smarter and farmers got smarter with not just African-Americans. I think they got together and they said, hey, we have a it's cheaper to not have slave labor. I'm not talking about African-Americans. I'm talking about Irish, Italians, Native Americans and African-Americans that I, of course, it was called differently. If you were African-American, you were called slave. If you were white, you were, you were indentured servitude. So these people, they decided, wait a second. My daughter's screaming. Would you, Presley, what's wrong? I got it. What's the matter? I got it. <sighs> Man. So these people, here's, uh, we'll do it in a nutshell. They decided somewhere along the line, they said, all right, look. Um, to have slaves on, on the farm, it cost us 10 bucks an hour or it cost us $15 an hour, meaning to feed them, to clothe them, uh, to keep them, to shout all that crap because they lived on the farm. But you know what? We can pretend that we can, we can free the, the, the indentured servitudes, the Irish, the Italian, the, um, the Native Americans and the African Americans. We could free all these people. And we could pay him $8 an hour and we'd actually be saving money by letting them be free. But they still got to work for us. And here's what's even better. They work for us and then they got to buy our goods. This is great. We're going to have a bunch of Italian guys um, do masonry work. We're going to have a bunch of Irish guys. You know, I don't know what, what, what the Irish dudes did. The, the Irish guys pick cotton and then they're going to have to buy shirts from us after they get, you get what I'm trying to say here. People got smart. Listen, there's no doubt that it, you in, in America, you could be anything you want to be, right? You want to be rich, I want to be rich. You can work your ass off. So I got no complaints at all about the amount of money I make. Sometimes I work for peanuts. Sometimes I make a lot of money. I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to have this podcast. I got my real estate investment company and I got Take Junk. I'm hustling all day, every day, but I live check to check. And I commonly refer to myself as indentured servitude all the time because I'm paying everybody. I'm paying debt. I'm paying my wife. I'm paying my kids. I'm paying uh, Pizza Hut. I'm paying Domino's. I'm paying Papa Gino's. I'm paying Demoulas. I'm paying the electric man. I'm paying the gas man. I'm paying the milk man. Everybody's taking my money, bro. I'm a straight up slave every day, every day. I'm like, how do I break out of the slavery? So I could kind of a little bit get where Kanye's coming from, but you can't just go, Harriet Tubman didn't help anybody. She did. It's like when people say that the founding fathers weren't good guys because they owned slaves. Well, you know what? I, shame on them for owning slaves. But they, if it wasn't for George Washington, we wouldn't be here today. George Washington is the greatest American of all time. If it wasn't for George Washington, we wouldn't be the United States of America. You wouldn't even have a country to have the conversation about race, period. Because in other countries, they say, oh, oh you got a problem? Oh, you don't like living here in Iran? Boom, they shoot you dead. Oh, you don't like Russia? Yeah, Putin throws your ass out a window. Oh, China, you don't like us? Yeah, guess what? You can only have one kid. You have more than one kid. We're going to kill that kid and we're going to kill you. South Korea, forget it. North Korea, forget it. All those countries, nada. You get no rights. You get nothing. And you're lucky here in the United States that you get to protest and that you actually get the bitch about stuff because other places you get killed for that crap and you could think George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, um, Alexander Hamilton. You could thank all the founding fathers for that, whether they owned slaves or didn't own slaves. And then you can go down the line. You could thank Abe Lincoln for putting his life on the line to free slaves. And then you can thank um, 
Ulysses S. Grant for winning the war so that they got freed. And then when he became president, he fought off KKK and tried. He, was, he signed the first Civil Rights Act. This guy. Okay? You can thank these fucking people. And if you don't like this country, please go to another country and try to bitch and moan about whether or not Harriet Tubman freed slaves. And we'll see what happens. Because you can't do it other way. You can't. You can't. You can't piss on other countries' flags. You get thrown in jail. You can't burn other countries' flags. You get thrown in jail. Speaking of that, we might as well get to Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban, listen, good business guy. Has sound advice when it comes to business. I love him on the Shark Tank. He owns the Mavericks. We all know that. Seven, uh, uh, seven, three years ago, almost four years ago now, he, he said that the players need to stand for the national anthem. He's changed his tune. He's now said if the players want to kneel for the national anthem, then they can. He thinks it's ridiculous that the NBA has a, the NBA's policy is that the players have to stand. And that's just how it is. And I, and I love it. Find another way to protest. I'm not going to back down on this like Drew Brees did. I will straight up tell you this. If you have beef with the country, protest in a different way. If you don't, if you're not happy with, uh, if, if you believe that there is p- police brutality, and there is, and you want to protest about it, well, find another way to do it. A great example for that to do it is, th- don't play. I got you, but you don't want to mess with your money. I get it. You care a little bit. You care enough, but not that much. You wouldn't mess with your money. You wouldn't say, you know what? I'm not going to play this year because I don't want, I want to prove a point that I'm upset about this. No, what you'd rather do is you'd rather piss off every single American in the in the entire country and not stand for the anthem. Because the anthem stands for you, the flag stands for you, and you should stand for it because there are many people that have fought and died to give you the right to protest. So at least for that one instant, just respect it. Find a different way to do it. That's how I feel about it. So I think it's garbage what Cuban's talking about. I think it's even more garbage that he's getting into a Twitter fight with Ted Cruz. But I like what Ted Cruz said. You guys got to go check out Ted Cruz's tweet back at, at, at Cuban. He was like, oh, great. So you're saying it's good for uh, it's cool that the NBA tells people who love America, love the police officers, law enforcement and the army that they should go F themselves if they stand for the flag. And it's OK. Wow, I'm sweating my ass off. And it's OK. To, to not stand for the flag, and he goes in in Texas, no doubt. Garbage time, hundred percent garbage. Um, we got a couple more, and then we're gonna end this, dude. I'm I'm sweating my ass off. And you gotta take a shower. And I gotta take a shower as my son. I I I got I got home from work, and I came right down here, um, to do this. Uh, yeah, Hawk says Presley needs a hug. See though, my daughter does need a hug, but before I get to my daughter and give her a hug, I need to ensure that people understand that we still love this country and that there are certain things that we're not going to allow to happen as good Americans. Another one of these things that's really aggravating me is Fox News did a poll, and they they surveyed about uh, five thousand people, and sixty only only. of the people believe in America believe that the founding fathers are heroes. That means there is 37% of people in this country that, and and listen, they broke it down. They think the founding founders were racist. They think they were villains. They think they were scumbags. They think they were losers. That is one of the most un-American things I've ever heard in my entire life. This should be one of the, this should be quite like when George Washington was elected to president unanimous across the board that we all believe that everybody that fought in the Revolutionary War 1776 for our freedom, the people that wrote the uh, uh, the Declaration of Independence being 
uh, Thomas Jefferson with help with, from John Adams and Benjamin Franklin. Founding fathers that had the fortitude, the thought to be able to put a document, a powerful document together to list the grievances against the king and to unite uh, 13 colonies to one common cause to fight. And then the, and then the smarts of these guys to pick the one man that could handle it. The one guy that could take, that could literally bring the militias together, train them, and make them into a fighting standing army to beat the biggest army force in the world. They take George Washington, make the man general, and he goes out and against all odds, David versus Goliath, and he wins the Revolutionary War, and he beats England. He wins our freedom. This guy should never be considered not a hero. If anything, it should be 2,000% hero, 3,000% hero of, of anything. I, listen, I could almost be okay if you guys were like, ah, maybe not John Adams. I, I'd fight with him. Like, eh, eh, eh. Washington? Absolutely not. There's no debating, period. Listen, I, 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 and I get it. People go, oh, he, he owned slaves, and some of his teeth were from slaves. Hey, I, look, I, I don't condone any of that crap. All I can tell you is without a guy like George Washington, we're not here and we're not free. Um, what, what's happening in Portland, Oregon? I'm going to have to look that up, Hawk. Um, we're not, we're not, like, we're free because of George Washington. We're free because of John Adams and because, because John Adams, why John Adams? I know he didn't fight, but he rallied the 13 colonies together. He had a big part to do to push for Washington being general and to push for us to go to war. This dude pushed for it. Started right up here in Boston. He fought for war. He was like, yeah, we're going to war. We're going to kill it. So it's just gross to me that anybody would ever say that George Washington isn't a hero. I fine if you some some other guys could be up for debate, but I wouldn't even go with you on that. Washington hero, John Adams hero, Thomas Jefferson hero, Benjamin Franklin hero, Alexander Hamilton hero, uh, James Monroe hero, James Madison hero. Uh, all the guys that fought in the Revolutionary War heroes. Simple. There's no argument. There's no beef. Nothing. The simple, plain and simple. No debating it. Heroes. All right, move on from that. Uh, COVID. All right, let's talk about COVID nineteen, and then we'll we'll uh, end the podcast. Let me see what. Uh, uh, it, yeah, uh, listen, my my man Uncle Hawk is on the um on on the Facebook, and he's talking about it's time to enforce laws. I right, listen. We know right here on this program that we support, we back the blue, and it is time to enforce laws. A hundred percent. There's uh, any violent uh, riots. That break out, the police force needs to go in there and they need to snuff those things out. I We don't stand for, here in America, for people breaking small business owners' windows and going into their businesses and looting them. We don't stand for statues being ripped down, especially statues of Ulysses S. Grant, George Washington, Abe Lincoln, and the like. All uh, uh, Listen, Lincoln and, uh, and Grant are the guys that started civil rights movements here in the United States. We don't stand for that. And the United States law enforcement, local, state, and federal law enforcement, the law needs to be enforced 100%. In places like that, uh, like like the, the lawless land in Seattle, what was it called? The CHOP? 
And, and I know it's gone because law enforcement went in. We saw what happened when there was no law and order. People got killed. People got murdered. There was rape. There was crime. It was running rampant. It was ridiculous until finally the mayor in Seattle was like, hey, you got to go in there and you got to snuff it out. Law and order 100%. Um, next topic. Let's, so speaking of law and order, let's talk about the last thing in New Jersey. Uh, not New Jersey. Um, in Kentucky. Uh, a couple has been forced to, to quarantine. They've been on house arrest. Um, and they're upset about being on house arrest. And, and, and there's two different things going on here, okay? Uh, one side of it, you would say, well, how dare you get put, forced to be put on house arrest because someone could do a false positive, right? And you could get put on house arrest. I, I don't, I don't, that shit's garbage to me. It, let me just put it like this. In Kentucky, Massachusetts, Maine, uh, where New York, wherever, don't be a douche. If you have COVID-19 and you've been tested positive for the, for the coronavirus and now have COVID-19, stay home. This doesn't have to be a segment of how stupid are we. We're not stupid people. We have laws in this country for stupid people and it pisses me off, right? We have the seatbelt law. We have to be told to wear a seatbelt because 90% of, you, uh, uh, of people are idiots and they don't wear a seatbelt. We have to be told not to text, and now it's a law that you can't text and drive because people are idiots and they text and drive. We have a law against drinking and driving because people are morons and they drink and drive. Now, in Kentucky, they have a law that if you have COVID-19, you have to be put on house arrest and you get an anklet so that they know you don't leave the house because there are stupid people. Listen, stupid people. If you have COVID-19, stay home. Stay the F away from me. Stay away from my family. Stay away from the old folks in my family. Stay away from my kids. Do the right thing. It's a very American thing to do the right thing. Very American. Do your part. Let your neighbors know. Bro, if I had COVID, i come straight up and I would tell everybody, I got COVID-19. I'm staying in my house. Stay the hell away from me. I'd tell my neighbors. I'd tell everybody who wanted to hear I would be out there with a bullhorn. I have COVID. Stay away from me. Or me, I wouldn't be leaving my house. I'd be opening up the window. I have COVID-19. I got COVID-19. Stay the hell away from me. Plain and simple. But I don't think that we need stupid laws. No more stupid laws for people. That's a, that's a huge problem in this country. It's unacceptable to be an idiot. You can do stupid things. I get it, right? You know what? Maybe you had too much to drink last night. But don't drink and drive, bro. Sleep at your buddy's house. Take an Uber. Plain and simple. Don't be dumb. Don't force the government to put more laws on us because you're dumb. I can't stand that crap. I can't stand stupid people laws, and we have tons of them. We have tons of laws to make sure idiots don't do stupid crap. We have to end it. If you are sick with COVID-19, you stay the hell home. We don't need a law to tell us to stay home. Just stay home. Simple. And if a private business, private business says you can't come into my store without a mask well they're a private business and they have the right to say that plain and simple it's their business if you don't like the private business's rules don't shop there go somewhere else don't cause a commotion don't cause a ruckus don't be a dickhead you go to a gas station and it says you gotta wear a mask to come inside if you don't have a mask leave it's a private business plain and simple this is what i like private this is Let me break down private business rules for everyone. I'm a homeowner. This is my property. 
right? When you are on my property, I'll break it down to a father, father-in-law type relationship, okay? So my dad is gone, but I'll use, I'll use uh, Presley's grandfather, Steve. Steve has a way of, of parenting and doesn't like certain things. But in my house, I don't care if certain things go on. So when you're at my house, my rules here, my domain, my house, I pay the mortgage, I pay the taxes, my land, my rules. I'm a grown ass man. Now, when I go to Florida and I'm on Steve's property and his house that he owns, that he pays the taxes for, I abide by Steve's rules. So my kids, for example, let's say up here in uh, Revere, my, uh, we'll just use something real simple. Uh, you, my kids can eat cereal while watching TV in the living room. I'm okay with that. That's a, that's a my generation type thing. Steve's generation, absolutely not. You eat at the table. You eat at the kitchen table or you don't eat. Well, in my in Revere, my rules. My kids can watch TV while they eat. But when they go to Florida and they're at your house, your rules. And I'll back them on it. My kids got to sit at the table and you got to eat at the table because we're in Gramps' house and it's his rules. When you're back at my house, my rules. Same thing with the business. Private business, you abide by the private business rules. If you don't like their rules, don't go to the store anymore. Simple. We don't have to pass laws in Massachusetts to force people to wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't go into the establishment. The establishment says you have to have a mask on. If you don't like it, tough crap. Don't go in. Go find somewhere else to go. Or come prepared. If you need water, bro, pack a cooler with some ice. Put some water in it. All right. That's it. We're done. Podcast is is done for the night. I got to take a shower. Um, I got to drive my son Nariam home. So my son Nariam, he lives in Rehoboth and he, he comes to, he stays with me on the weekends. He stayed with me today. Nariam's in that, at that age. He's uh, 12 years old. He's going to be 13 in a couple of months. And, and we're in the middle of whether or not Nariam could be home by himself for an extended period of time. Now I'm on the end where Nojo can be home. I think he's old enough. I think he's responsible enough. And I like having him home because he'll walk the dogs. I'm going to show him how to do the laundry, teach him how to do the dishes. And I expect him to do that stuff. And he already agreed to. I think it's good. I think he's an old enough person and responsible enough to be home alone. His mom, not yet. She's not there yet. And that's okay. I don't fight with her. Well, I, buddy, did, uh, 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 you're out. Of, help you with this. Nope. Don't help me on this. You're out on this conversation. Dude. Sorry, bud. Um, I know what's correct. You don't right now. Mom will let me stay home for a short period of time. That's it. Yes, that's what I was saying. So, anyways, his mom will let him stay home for like an hour or two or something if she wants to go to the store. I am more on the lines where I'm like, hey, why don't we just full-blown let the kid stay home? He, he's an adult. We can check it. Well, he's not an adult. They mean it like that. He's a teenager. But I'm trying to give him a, as much responsibility as I can, and I'll let him deal with the consequence. And I use it as a tool against him all the time. So, for example, let's say right now I asked him to walk the dog. And he said, I, I, I can't walk the dog, Dad. Then I would just simply say, okay, if you can't walk the dog, then you can't be home alone. Because you're, if you're not responsible enough to walk the dog, you're not responsible enough to be home alone. And then what? He walks the dog. So I also am going to start doing it with the laundry. I'm going to say, bud, if you can't figure out how to, how to, how to work a, a washer, a washing machine, you think you're old enough to stay home? Hell no. You can't take out the trash? Yeah. Do you think you're old enough to stay home? What? No. 
But I do think he's old enough, and I think it's very important for parents to give their kids more responsibility they can handle, than they can handle. Just a little bit, not a lot, but give them responsibility. It's how you test them, and then let them deal with the consequence. Don't, don't help them out. They fuck it up, they deal with the consequence. That's how my father taught me. My dad put, always put it on me, and my father would always sit back and say, hey, you broke that guy's window? You got to figure it out. He caught you. Not even that he caught me. I remember one time I broke some guy's window. My father saw it. He was like, yeah, first off, my dad beat the hell out of me, right? He gave me the biggest ass whipping of all time. And then he was like, yeah, you're going to go over to that guy's house. And you're going to tell him you broke his window and you're going to figure it out. I'll never forget it. I went to the guy's house. I knocked on the door. Dude knew right away. He was like, just looked at me like, I was like, oh, shit, he knows I broke it. And I was like, hey, I can't even think of his last name. But I just, um, I did the, I broke the window. I um I lined up a rock out in front of your house with a hockey stick and I slapped it through the window. Um and the guy's like, Yeah, I know you did. I know you did. I was waiting for your father to come home. And um I apologized and I worked it off doing yard work for the guy. That right, like so I, I raked his leaves, I did some yard work, whatever. It actually worked out and with me and the dude we get like we became closer. Not closer, but he respected the fact that I came over and took responsibility for my mistake, apologized, and then repaid it. Plain and simple. He it, it changed. He always thought I was a punk, which I was, but my father wouldn't let me be a punk. My father would always like, You gotta deal with your responsibilities. So I think Nojo is getting there. And I think about 12 and a half, 13 years old is about that time when you're old enough to be home, especially nowadays when everything is monitored. Literally, I could I got a ring doorbell. I can see everything on the outside. On the inside, I have Alexa. Dude, I could just click drop in. I can hear everything the dude's doing. I don't even want to hear what he's doing because he's probably beating it. And I don't want to be in yeah. on that whatsoever. He, he just, he's just a dude. He's 12. But I don't want to be in on that. I don't, I don't know what the hell he does with this a long time. And I don't want to violate it. All I know is I'm trying to give this man, this kid, responsibility because I want to make him a man. He needs to learn how to do this stuff and he needs to learn how to do it now. Not when he's 18, not when he's 19. He needs to learn right this second that if he wants things, he's got to work for things. And that if he wants clean clothes, he's got to wash his clothes. If he wants, uh, you know, no one's going to clean his butt for him is what I'm trying to say. So, all right, that's it. I'm out. Guys, TikTok, uh, uh, hold on, face, no. Podcast, peeps. Subscribe to the podcast. If you made it this far, subscribe to the podcast. Facebook, uh, TikTok. If you guys have not subscribed, please subscribe. Like me on Facebook. Follow me on TikTok. On all of this stuff, right? And the most important thing is you find a way to go to my podcast and subscribe. It's spazzing out. S-P-A-Z apostrophe N-O-U-T. Go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Whichever one it is, subscribe to it. I need the metric. I need that so that I can show advertisers how many people listen to the podcast. All right, podcast peeps. I'm out. I got to take a shower. I'm dying down here. Whew.